In today's video, I'm gonna be going through the five stages of chaos. I haven't really heard many people explain this or go through it, and I don't think I've really done it justice on my channel here either to explain a lot of the events and, and how they are all connected. So today I wanna just go through these five stages. Two of them we've already gone through, three of them are still to come. Sorry, spoiler alert, some bad news for you there. So let's get into it and let's begin with stage number one. This is known as the trigger. This is always the same case when you go back throughout history. You can go back thousands of years and it's always the same five stages. Stage number one is the trigger. Now this trigger actually goes back way before 2019, 2020 period, but I'm not gonna go right the way back because these were uh, more murmurs. They were acting towards the trigger, but they weren't the trigger themselves. The trigger was what happened over the last two years with the pandemic and the lockdowns. And really, if you think about it, it was the government's response to the pandemic that has uh, led to all of this chaos. What have we seen? We've seen government debt, uh, currency creation, quantitative easing, uh, historically low interest rates. We have seen all these protectionist uh, measures for the wealthy elite. They haven't benefited the poorest in society. They definitely haven't benefited the middle class who have just been decimated over the last two years. And you may say, no, 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 I did very well. I got stimulus checks and I got furlough and I got all this. No, no, that's the trick. You cannot create new currency without weakening the currency already in existence. So what do we now see? What did I talk about a couple of years ago? I said, once all this inflation, and it takes anywhere from 12, 18 months, sometimes two years to come through the economy, once it makes its way through, we are gonna see rampant inflation like we've never seen before. We're now at that stage, and we're just at the beginning stage of the inflationary spiral. I do not agree with a lot of the pundits and, and uh, my fellow colleagues on YouTube who say that this is it, we're going into deflation now. I strongly disagree. I don't think we have seen the second and third wave of inflation yet to come through. And this is not even mentioning the new government debt, a lot of governments around the world, their debt to GDP ratio, so their debt to their gross domestic product ratio is now over 100%. Um, this is absolutely insane. It's very hard to come back from this. The USA has actually passed more than $30 trillion in debt. Uh, this is the highest level of debt ever created by any civilization in the history of the world. Uh, it's very, very difficult to come back from this. I would say it's probably impossible now to come back from this due to the amount of dollars that live outside of the USA. They're gonna have to come back at some point at crippling the US economy. Now, what was the other thing that occurred? It was the breakdown in globalization. Globalization is what makes most people in the West prosperous, what makes most people in the, in the West very wealthy compared to other countries in the world. This will change in the future. And actually, let's move on to stage two then, which is the clash. Again, we've already seen stage one, we've seen stage two. The breakdown in globalization, this has occurred, this has caused all sorts of supply chain breakdowns, it has caused all sorts of 
chaos and pandemonium around the world, not to mention rampant inflation, not to mention now military conflict, which we are seeing in the Ukraine. Western nations were then very quickly to sanction Russia and try to get all the BRICS nations involved who of course declined as I would expect they would decline. Why would they sanction their own allies and partners? The West are not going to be running to the rescue of the BRICS nations if they ever need it, whereas Russia could. This is just the way it works in terms of alliances and uh, conflict. But do I think we've seen the end of the conflict? No, I don't. I think we've just gone through the initial stage of stage two of the conflict. What else are we going to see then in this breakdown with globalization as it's happening around the world right now? We're going to see the developing nations no longer wanting to send their goods across the ocean to um, Europe, to the USA, to Canada, to Australia and New Zealand and any of these sort of Western powers that they consider unfriendly. So these are the Russian government's words. They are now saying that these are unfriendly countries. Russia obviously doesn't want to send any resources or, or energy to the what they call quote-unquote uh, unfriendly nations either because they don't want to receive um, fiat currencies, euros and pounds and, and dollars, etc. They don't want to receive these currencies because they could be sanctioned and lose it. Look, I'm not taking sides with anything here. I'm, I'm basically just giving you the, the facts as they exist. So what we've now seen is a lot of these nations, uh, India trading directly with Russia for rubles. We've seen China and Russia trading directly. We've seen all of these other nations and it's a very easy pattern to, to look at. I actually discovered this by accident when studying uranium and nuclear. I looked at the countries that were taking absolutely zero efforts towards taking on uh, nuclear uranium in the developing nations and the BRICS nations. And I realized, okay, obviously they know how they are, this is going to go. They know they can always get energy from Russia and some of them have their own energy. They don't need to move towards, you know, what's known as this, this carbon net zero um, policy that we're going towards. But another key point is that I see this actually converging into a bigger crisis later on. All of those countries that I just mentioned, the Western countries, and then you have the BRICS nations, and you have Iran, you have uh, the stands, you know, Kazakhstan, um, one of the, no, actually they are the biggest miners of uranium and lots of other uh, rare earth minerals in the world. You have this, these alliances now starting to come together. This is not going to end well for, for any of us anywhere in the world once this all starts to come to a head. So what haven't we hit them? Well, this is stage three of five. And this, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, is the collapse. This will happen. It is a certainty. It is just a matter of time until it does. So you may ask them, what could bring about this collapse? I personally think this time it will be a monetary collapse. So it will be the financial systems reaching breaking point with what we've talked about, the debt to GDP ratio. Everyone is eventually going to see once this, you know, I mean, the show is still on the road, but once people look behind the curtain and they see there's just a wizard there pulling strings, everything is going to start to unravel. We're going to see this great deleveraging, which you may recall me talking about uh, what was it, 18 months, two years now, this, this great deleveraging that, that 
always happens in developing societies or all the superpowers of the time. It always deleverages eventually. And at this point then a new superpower comes in and takes its place. And if you think about the challenges in the West right now, pretty much everyone is in, uh, every country is in the same position. We've now reached this point, which is somewhat of a peak in stage two, although it's not quite, they're still halfway through stage two, where we either, you know, the, what are the choices? You either, as a central bank, raise interest rates and completely collapse all assets. Everything will just collapse very, very quickly because you have to raise those rates in order to fight the rate of inflation. Or you do absolutely nothing and inflation continues. And again, everyone's crossing their fingers. It's just going to go away and the inflation is going to go back to 2%, which is what we're hearing. Ladies and gents, I can assure you it is not going back to 2%. Um, definitely not uh, in the next few months anyway. It's, it's not possible with all of the things that are going on. So what happens if they don't fight inflation? Inflation continues to get worse and worse and worse. Now, in a worst case scenario, and I'm not saying this is going to happen anytime soon, but in a worst case scenario, if a government or a central bank doesn't fight inflation, it leads to the Weimar Republic. We have a period of hyperinflation. So we're really caught between uh, a rock and a hard place at the moment. High inflation that continues and could go into a hyperinflation over the distant time, or we raise interest rates dramatically and cause a complete collapse of the whole financial system. Now, I know some of you are watching this and going, this guy is crazy. What is he? He's a sensationalist. What is he talking about? If you, if you think I'm crazy, go back and just look over some of my videos, some of the you know, more popular videos, I guess, on the channel here, and you'll see crazy from a couple of years ago that we're now deep in it. But yes, there is a small chance that neither one of these situations occur and everything just goes back to normal um, 2% inflation and the energy problems and the conflicts and everything uh, works itself out. The debt just disappears into thin air. You know, there is a chance that this could happen. I'm not going to rule it out. I just think one of the other two options are a lot more likely. And that's the way I'm going to be going with this. I believe that we're going to be going with one of these two uh, events, either a collapse or a hyperinflation, but I'm leading towards the collapse of assets. If we have a hyperinflation, we're probably going to see assets just inflate, inflate. You could see crazy prices on, on the stock market. Even property, for example, real estate, houses, they could keep, keep going up uh, dramatically as a result if it did go into even higher inflation. I think it's unlikely with rate rises because that will put a, a damper on the housing market affordability aspect. But again, anything's possible. But let's just assume that the rising rates do cause a collapse of asset prices. This leads us into stage four, which is the chaos phase. This will follow the same pattern as it always has done in history. And you know, it's, it's amusing to me every time I hear people say to me or, or leave comments and say, Neil, that's never going to happen, this societal breakdown. We're a completely different society now. People are completely different. You know, we're more refined. We're not like barbarians uh, of the 1930s and, you know, the Great Depression. Those people were, were prehistoric. And <laughs> some of these outrageous comments. Actually, I would say that back then, people were a lot more um, respectful, a lot more 
um, had a lot more common sense and wisdom than they do today. Today is the result of this broken education system, creating robots to go into jobs uh, that may not even exist once they get to those jobs, as opposed to back then, we had a lot more common sense um, with, with society. And actually, for those skeptics watching this, we've already seen over the last two years part of, uh, I guess we can say, it's a preview of what will happen. If you think about the race wars, the uh, class wars, the, the conflict between vax and vax and all the other things that have been happening just over the last two years in the greatest economy the world has ever known as a result of currency creation, may I add. If, if you look at that, how could any intelligent person say that when this chaos, this collapse comes, that people are more refined and, uh, and respectful and everything's going to be fine? No, it's not going to be fine. When the collapse comes this time around, it is going to be absolute chaos because people are not intelligent enough in this day and age to have prepared. They haven't prepared foods. They haven't prepared um, anything that they would need or wood burners to heat their home. They haven't prepared any of this stuff. People are sleepwalking into a crisis, trusting the mainstream media, which is completely corrupt and has been infiltrated by some of the largest corporations on the planet, which are psychopaths who only care about profit. That is their goal. You know, read some of these studies on if a corporation was a person, it would be a psychopath. Okay, this is the thing that people just discount. They don't look at any of these facts anymore. But the final stage of stage four is often some sort of violent or military conflict or a revolution as we've seen in, in the United States. It will probably be some kind of military conflict, especially if food and energy is involved. Who has most of the energy? Who has most of the food? Is it the Western nations? Yes, uh, they have some energy, some food, but a lot of it they will want from the developing nations or some of the unfriendly nations, Russia and China and uh, Brazil and India and, 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 you know, these sort of nations here. This is where the West is going to look towards for their energy and a lot of their food. This is not going to end well. But just like all of these periods or World War II or the Great War, World War I or the American Revolution and things like this, it always ends with stage five. And this is the good news. So we can smile now and laugh. Stage five is the Renaissance or, or I mean, again, I'm giving my own names to these sort of five stages based on my models of reading a lot of history and, and studying this thing. And, and, and just, you know, people think I'm crazy for building all my own models, but they tend to work fairly accurately and they, they have done so far. But stage five is the good news. It is the Renaissance period. This is the new world that we go into. You know, the, the declaration of independence and all these fantastic new rules that come about. Um, a society, well, the people who are left in the society, you know, the good people, they move towards building this new, uh, great society of people and, and creating a new, a new world of harmony and cooperation and new alliances. And I think this is probably how it's going to end with the stage five and it will last for a long time. But then in the distant future, it will all start all over again with stage 
one. So I hope that covers everything. I hope I've explained it all now so it all makes complete sense and you know what's happening and you know where we are moving towards. Thanks for watching. I really appreciate all of you as subscribers. Uh, take care. God bless. See you next time.